June 10th. Franklin Public School Committee Budget Subcommittee meeting in order. Uh, did members have time to review the minutes? Yes. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, minutes are all look good. All right. Yep. I have a motion for the minutes. Recording all stopped. Second. All right. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Excellent. Love it. All right. So, I believe the big ticket item on the agenda. Surprise, surprise, is Chair, Since the recording oh. side, the recording was stopped, then at least an official record, mm -hmm. it is being recorded by Franklin Radio. Okay. Thank you, Stuart. I, I heard it say the recording yes, stopped. I We're not recording on the, on the Zoom. <coughs> not on the so, yeah. so just for the okay. official record, okay. it is being recorded. Got okay. It. Thank you. All right. Great. So, um, with that, uh, FY24 budget, uh, Lucas or I will uh, kick it off and then uh, Ms. Goodman will um, obviously be sharing some of the budget details. So I thought what I would do just for the sake of our meeting since the last time we met is just provide a little bit of context kind of where we at from the last time we met. Um, we've had a few meetings, hearings um, with FinCom and with uh, the town council as well. So I thought I would just kind of give a brief overview. We started off, you may recall, um, yeah, on I don't need to recap the whole thing, but basically you had approved a budget, the school committee approved a budget on April 11th, um, which was um, asking for 3.3, which was an increase of 4.8 million um, to the 2023, over the 2023 budget. Um, from there, um, we received a town allocation recommendation from the town administrator, which was 1,031,954. That was approximately 1.47 of the town's budget. Um, and in May, we provided uh, updates to the district employees and whatnot that we were working through the budget um, process to determine where we would need to um, make adjustments, reductions to the budget um, in, those, in, in a variety of areas, which led us to uh, meeting with uh, you all uh, as a subcommittee to kind of go through at that time where we were. Um, we had initially, built in a million dollars in reductions, if you recall, to the to the asks. That roughly equates to about 15 FTE that we were counting to need to make reductions um, to for this particular budget cycle. Um, and then when the town administrator's budget uh, came through and the recommendation came for one million, um, that's where we had 24, thank you. What's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can just crack it. That would be great. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> so we were looking at approximately 30 FTE. If you count the million baked in, which was the 16 FTE, then you, you may recall at town council, I talked about 24 non-renewals. Mm -hmm. So when you add those two together, you get approximately 30. Um, Sorry, the non-renewals are uh, people just attrition is Yes, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. I have to work through the chair just for the purposes of the meeting, but I understand the, the and question. And uh, just uh, for your knowledge, Kim, um, this, this is, so this is a business meeting. If mm -hmm. you do have questions, please raise your hand and Absolutely. it'll be called on by the discretion of the chair. But we do appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> I just have to go through. So, um, so basically, we uh, also, if you recall, to meet that million, had to shift two of our constant positions into our ESSER funding and um, make reductions 
in other areas of, of the budget, whether it was after school clubs, we were looking at that, we were looking at um, athletics and some of those adjustments. So with that, um, through the budget hearings last week, um, the town is this week on Wednesday, which is, is it Wednesday? Uh, yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wow. Yes. Uh, yes, the town, um, there's a recommendation from the town administrator to increase the budget by approximately seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred thirty-six thousand three hundred sixty-two dollars. Okay. Seven hundred thirty-six thousand. Thank you. So with that, um, yes, we six fifty-two. Seven thirty-six. We see the opportunity to not have to reduce thirty um, positions and eliminate, but instead, um, with that seven hundred and thirty-two, um, looking at a total of. 22 um, positions that would be instead of a 30 that would be eliminated. There are other position, other things that we'll bring back, and I'll let Mrs. Goodman um, take it from here to hit on some of the specifics so that we can get into some of those details. Okay, so that um, so I'm working from the summary of reductions mm -hmm. that we um, just kicked off. Um, we're looking at a two and a half percent increase, assuming. The anticipated allotment um, that is um, scheduled for Wednesday night is in fact voted on um, on Wednesday night. Uh, that puts our allocation at $71.989 million, which um, is a difference of $1.6 million from what the school committee adopted on uh, April 11th. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we you will recall that we had um, five categories of expenses, five categories of reductions, I will say, reducing from investment initiatives, reducing services, reducing positions, <laughs> reducing, um, um, shift, sorry, shifting funds from ESSER, uh, into ESSER three money, and then um, raising fees. And so you'll also notice that there are two categories that are no longer on this sheet, and we're going to talk about that mm -hmm. um, tonight as well. So starting with reducing investment initiatives, um, we are um, reducing the items that were not in the superintendent's recommended budget, which were um, the items on slides 35, the $487,500 worth of items on um, slide 35 from the original presentation. Uh, sorry, from this presentation. The second item um, is reducing from investment initiatives. We put forth um, $407,000 worth of investment initiatives. We are looking to keep the new preschool teacher, the 0.5 uh, related service provider, and the 1.0 middle school essentials teacher. Um, and to that, we have added a 1.0 special educator to uh, the Oak Street Elementary School. Um, that, just a little context to that, there are, this is a special ed liaison who um, would support four other special ed liaisons at that elementary school. Every other elementary school has at least five special ed liaisons based on the number of IEPs at Oak. Um, this was a, an ad um, to balance. To to balance the services among all of the elementary schools. Um, so in terms of reducing services, we're looking at reducing site-based funds on um, 20% across the board and 20% at um, Franklin High School. So that would be the 
um, for pupil allotment that the schools get for supplies and materials, um, items within their building, things that they do that are building-based. I just want to make sure that, because you had said 20 and 20, it's 25% and 20% of the high school. It's 25% at every school except the high school. Okay. The high school is 20. Okay. It's just a large reduction. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that. Yeah. Sorry if I. No, that's okay. Um, we are reducing some district level curriculum committees. Uh, we are continuing to reduce the middle school extracurricular activities, although we are um, working with lifelong learning to um, see if there is an, uh, an opportunity for them to pick up some of the jazz band activities. Um, there's also, there, there's also um, an um, opportunity for us to pick up the footlighters stipends uh, out of the budget. So we are intending to do that. Um, we will look at a model that would be able to uh, support evening practices and rehearsals and um, because we are going to be reducing late buses. Um, that model is not working this year and we are going to need to um, revise it in some fashion. Can I just add a little Please. context to that as well? So the decision to work with lifelong learning <clears throat> for some of the after-school clubs that are offered for kids in middle level um, comes at the, there's a budgetary implication to late buses, but there's also a uh, logistical issue that yeah. we've experienced. You may not know, some may be aware. Um, students who are participating in clubs at the middle level go from, say, 210 to 3, 310. The bus isn't getting there until 340, sometimes 345. So it's a problem between the bus company needing to serve the Franklin Public Schools and also do the run for the charter school, mm -hmm. which is part of the agreement. So we've, we've seen that kids after the club um, have to wait around. Um, and we have, we have people who, who hang around to make sure that they're there, but it hasn't been conducive. And we've also seen some issues come out of that. And also kids who stay and where there's no issues, they're actually extending their day into 340 before mm -hmm. they step foot on a bus, then have to ride the bus home um, so it creates um, a bit of a challenge. We recognize the late bus as um, something that, if worked, and it could come at the time that it has in previous years, pre... Pre, pre five minutes. Pre five minutes? <laughs> pre five minutes. Okay. Um, would be um, something okay. we would like to revisit in the future, but that's really where we're at with it until we have a better solution. So mm -hmm. just to kind of give context to that. The student day was extended five minutes a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah.
it wouldn't it wouldn't be the best solution. Yeah. Um, I agree that that would not be the best solution. I'm not sure what the best solution is at this point in time. Um, we're working with the bus company to see what what kinds of shifts we can make in routes. Um, it might be that a bus is a bus that services another community can be paired with a different route to be able to get here earlier. So. He's got to look at how his routing is scheduled, and we've got to um, figure out how we're going to make that happen so that kids at the charter school can get picked up. Yeah. Yes. So just a, a question around that. Is that something that takes a year for them to figure out? So, so and I think, the, I think the approach makes absolute sense. question is, uh, does it take a year for them to figure out how to pair, or just how, how do we think about how do you look at different options? What's the path for that process? The chair, uh, okay. we will. We are currently registering students for buses, and so based on signups, we'll know how many students are riding buses and how long those routes might be. What routes might be able to be paired together to be able to meet those expectations? In addition to which. Um, the the bus company is going to get a better flavor over the summer for where its other routes are going, whether it's to Tri-County or to Rentham or to other sure. districts, um, to be able to put something together. Um, I think this has become a little bit of a perfect storm with the five minutes to the school day plus the charter school move to the to the south side of town versus being in the center of town, yeah. plus the shortage of bus drivers, you know, all of those things. I, I don't make excuses for those things. That just um, puts it in context a little bit, and it doesn't make it okay, but that's where the context is right now, and we're hoping to have that resolved um, for September. But through the chair, we also, um, these aren't just set issues that we just put to bed. We also will continue to look at the information and what we're receiving continue to try to look for ways to do things that we can commit to and do well and do them. So it's not just that it's happening in this moment yeah. and then we just don't want to look at it again. We will continue to engage with the bus company and look for ways to problem solve and try to come up with solutions. So. <coughs> so, so is the right is the right way to read the reduced late buses is that's what it looks like for now? And that's something that gets revisited over the course of next year, or that, that, that's it's, what I'm not understanding. It's recommended in this budget, just through the chair. Mm -hmm. um, it's recommended in this budget to uh, take late buses from middle level off the table, along with the working with lifelong learning regarding uh, after school clubs and activities. So, to go through and create a model where we still have opportunities for students, but it's not done in the context of 210. To 310 at their specific middle school yeah. because of the transportation and the participation in those clubs. So, high school buses, late buses, will still continue. Okay, yes. Any, uh, any other questions for members from members on buses? Yeah. Just in terms of the, the charter school busing and the agreement, so is there a financial agreement as well? Like, like do we get some reimbursement cost back, or how does that? No, so Mass General Law, uh, there's no reimbursement. Uh, there's the Department of Ed only reimburses for regional transportation. We only provide transportation for students who live 
regulates transportation and, and identifies that we have to provide similar similar transportation services to students who attend public schools and or charter schools. Okay. So it's dictated by law. And so that's just a, it just says, you know, when, when you know, we're uh, paying to, to bus Franklin kids to Franklin public schools, also out of that budget is, you know, Franklin students to not Franklin schools, so Franklin that's charter. Yep, that's okay. Uh, it included some coaching. Practice. 
the Maxes can, we'll play tennis. Mm -hmm. So the oh. no, go ahead. So that hasn't that plan for reduce and the sports programs hasn't changed since. That's correct. Okay. It has not changed. The piece. We didn't take anything off of, of that. <laughs> correct. of 
storage unit or something that we don't have to pay monthly on, mm. but um, I would need to get further detail. The last time um, we talked about this was um, when we had met to discuss these proposals to kind of get all of them on the table. Okay. But that was a thought was rather than rent, is there a way to, but I do know that she has a backup plan to. Okay, perfect. All I'm really kind of worried about right. there. And then just in terms of the, and we can talk about this more later, I guess, but uh, raising the fees. Memory serves me right between athletics and uh, the extracurriculars. There's about like 80K, is that correct? That's correct. Okay. All right, that's all for right now. Three-day model. 
we, we have a meeting scheduled with the specialist on Friday uh, to discuss that in further detail, um, just to go through kind of the, the specifics of that. But um, we brought, um, brought the FEA into the fold on, on that as a model, but ultimately it's a, there'll be some shifting in assignments and reductions in this. More to discuss with the people directly impacted on Friday. To the chair, so just with that six-day rotation, so kiddos uh, are still going to see the same number of, of specials, but it's now just being a wider spectrum of, of specials that are being introduced. Right. So that's sections for students on that end um, mm -hmm. are intended to be preserved, but it's a way of looking at scheduling um, our staff differently. Yep. Um, within the elementary school. Okay. And this might be a good time to just talk through. I know there's been a lot of discussion around um, music specifically. And just to kind of put that out there for everyone, so our elementary uh, reductions were uh, equal from music to art, all as a result of this elementary schedule. And I, I point that out because I think the ripple effect of reductions and um, folks with seniority who then can bump or, or um, uh, so a collective bargaining yep. agreement stipulates um, um, conditions around teachers with professional teaching status and teachers without professional teaching status. And so, because the reductions at the elementary level uh, are for art and music and PE health at that level, if there is a less senior teacher or a non-PTS teacher at a different level because music is one of the areas where the certification is very general. So if there's a non-PTS music teacher, for example, at the middle school, where a PTS teacher is at the elementary level, the contract would require us to shift that elementary teacher into a middle school position, which is what's which, happening in this case. Which they're licensed, which they have to be licensed for. Mm -hmm. With music, it's such a broad license, it's K-12 music. You might find other departments have like elementary and then a middle license mm -hmm. or science, but it's physics and it's chemistry. Mm -hmm. So you can break that up um, the way licensure works. That's how these things kind of happen. Just to kind of add some context, mm -hmm. I know um, folks have advocated. Um, we heard at the town council hearing and received some emails as well around this. So um, without getting into specific people, mm -hmm. um, just to kind of give the construct of kind of how these things shake out and the ripple effect of um, movement and reductions. That's how those things come to be. So there's no um, position on here recommended eliminating a middle school chorus position or an orchestra position or a band position. It's a matter of impacting folks. So the positions are there. There's impacts as a result of shifting from other levels. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's probably 71. Everything's 
budget as they are employees that we've had working here with students for multiple years. So just to kind of point out some of that, the other piece was um, our ideas classroom was looking for our specialized programs. Mm -hmm. We have a, a population that's grown. Uh, these are students that we're able to keep and not send and, and send to private schools, mm -hmm. private special education schools to keep within our district. But in order to do that, we needed to um, add the ideas elementary school position back so that you don't have um, numbers that exceed oh, what would be reasonable. So those are just um, some of those pieces that I think I wanted to point out as we talk through this. And then also uh, when you talk about like the counselors, so you know that's coming from ESSER right now, next year that'll be gone. So what would the anticipated uh, impact be? You know, try to like how much money would we have to kind of pocket away or you know, plan to, to yeah. have next year? Yeah, so shifting to the grant, um, right now I'm anticipating that the grant will have about $540,000 left at the end of this fiscal year for use in the next fiscal year. Um, the, we have um, reduced the bright counselor from the grant. Um, we felt, that, although I, I'll couch that with adding an additional 1.5 counselors um, at the middle level to service many more students than might have been taking advantage of the bright or kind of being needing the bright
talked about uh, also at the last meeting was with the bus transportation fee. Uh, it was going to raise about like 20k, and instead of kind of just kind of turning into a collections agency, uh, pulling from a circuit breaker, which is risky. Is that not being included? Yeah, so, so um, at this point, I think that with the additional funding that we're receiving, I think we can, it was, it was $20,000 yep. that we would, um, I think we would be able to absorb that and these reductions that you're seeing here. Perfect. Okay. So I know that was one of the things that was, that okay, that's great. Um, that was kind of a risky move to begin with. Um, and uh, just, I think I might toss up my two cents just in terms of the, the student fees, the athletics and the um, extracurricular things. I definitely, I, I completely cognizant, I, like I, I see what you're talking about. You know, it's kind of like, you know, we go to Cumberland Farms a lot of time for coffee. And I feel like the coffee's weaker and it's also now an extra 30 cents more. And so it, it, it stings. But um, at the same time, at least I felt like with the last, when we were looking at the document before, it was really kind of hitting on every possible, you know, there was there was reductions everywhere, but there was also increases in revenue, too. And I even had, you know, the, the extra um, pull from the circuit breaker and the revolving accounts. I think with, by pulling in that extra ABK from the fees, definitely is difficult. I do think that, I think um, meals were included, right? Uh, breakfast and lunch, or at least lunches. No. With the uh, with the budget, sorry, with the state's budget. So the state's budget, yes. which right, not finalized yet, right. but it is. But at least it's there. Yeah. Um, sorry, point to him. So <laughs> the end all be all on that. Uh, but uh, but at least there is you know kind of some extra um, support yeah for the families, and so I think that extra eighty k uh, really would be able to help when taking a look at some of the FTEs that are that are being lost um, without putting too much undue stress on families. And again, making sure it's almost like a, like a milk stool approach to the budget. I really kind of like the idea that there was, there was reductions, um, but you know, and, and some eliminations, and then some extra really kind of pulling from the piggy bank. So I'm just my two cents on that.
I don't want to make an assumption that it's just going to be 25% across the board in every category that they've already identified because yeah. I know that that's not going to be the case in some schools where I know they need this much money in this line item for this particular purpose. Um, and so it's back on them to give us that information before Wednesday. Um, after Wednesday, then it's going to be a bottom line to their 2430, and you'll see that. Yeah. Um, because I need to get it to you for Friday for the packet. Um, so that is maybe, maybe it was your question, maybe was not. It? But there's, <laughs> but, but that's, that's the preface to this document. You just have the high level. I haven't changed the schools at this point yet. Okay. But when you get the document electronically, it will have the schools attached to it. It will be um, these five pages plus each school. So 
high school reductions are based on having less freshmen coming in than seniors are graduating. So uh, that's a very basic. Yeah. But we look at when we schedule, how many sections do we need for the incoming freshmen of English, science, math, and whatnot. So that's where this came to be. Okay. Okay. And then and those enrollment-based um, reductions are related to, but also not completely dependent on the budgetary reductions. Correct. Some of those were already going to happen. Some Even were. Came back Some were. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately, what we did is we we had a whole exercise after the um, the town council hearings when they um, are planning to take a vote on the 700. It was around what are we doing? How does that money? How do we account for what we would ultimately bring back? Some of it um, has to do with adding some like a position the Oak Sped teacher in order to balance those class sizes because of the numbers, they were off. Um, so, um, but then we also looked at those classes where we reduced, but didn't want to reduce. It put us in a really um, tough position. We now have the ability through this to bring those back and balance those out better. So this was about um, eight FT, right? That were able to be brought back. So we're waiting for the council to act on Wednesday night. 
We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tin Type Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.